Welcome to Singled Out, the ninth best Guild Ball podcast. Please stand by. Welcome to episode 51. In this episode, Andrew and Jason talk to the tag team of Jamie P. and Bryce about Steam Con and the new Rookie Player League. Today's listener is Rich Keeling. Keep on making YouTube videos, mate, and insulting singled out beard development. Hello, welcome to Singled Out, a podcast with some Gilball in. Um, I'm Andrew, still. Uh, and I am still Jason, and very, very excited today. Very excited. Why, Jason? Why are you excited? Um, because today we've got two guests, not one, but we've got two, and we've taken on board the feedback from previous podcasts, and we've actually got a translator for one of our guests so that people know what he's saying. Um, but we've got the illustrious Mr. Perkins, the man with the mouth that actually retired, Scatman John. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hello, Jason. How are you doing? <laughs> very good, my friend, very good. And we've also got Bryce just to fill in the, um, the gaps. Uh, the ethnic quarter, I think it was. That's it. Your um, your quota filling price. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I'm doing at Steam Forest as well. And today we have Jamie on to talk about the upcoming uh, Arata for Black Car. Is that right? Hang. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. That's that's what we agreed. <laughs> uh, no, not really. we're talking today about uh, about SteamCon because it's happening in. Oh, as of this being released on Monday, uh, two weeks and a bit. No, a week and a bit, a week and a bit. Sometime in the, sometime in the near future. Sometime in the future <laughs> when this happens and dates will happen. To be honest, if you don't know when SteamCon is, I don't know what we're listening to this for. Um, 
So yeah, uh, we're here to talk about SteamCon and uh, things that are going on at SteamCon. Uh, mostly, uh, well, partially the Rookie League, which is coming out for the first time at SteamCon. Uh, that's going to get rolled out, um, not just at SteamCon, is it, but, but throughout the whole year? Yeah, so so the rookie the rookie league at SteamCon is kind of it's a little bit of a trial period. Just as you've seen recently, where we've done the the uh, pitch formations preview and we did the Gullet entity cards preview. Then we're also using SteamCon both UK and US as a little bit of a test bed this year as well for a, a brand new league system, as you said, called the Rookie League. Um, and basically, if you guys really like it, which which uh, hopefully you already will, then this is something that we can roll out again in a, on a more larger scale in the future, and then we'll do it a bit, you know. We'll, we'll release it properly, uh, as it, so to speak. But So we're going to be you know, making a load of cards for people to use um, for the Rookie League at the Steam Cons, and then provided people like it, then we can do something a bit bigger in the future, etc. So. He said yes. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Bryce. Thank cool. you. Um, you. Before we go too far into the, uh, the Rookie League, can I just ask, is this, because last year at Steam Con, we had the big league running uh, throughout the course of the weekend yeah. and people could accumulate um, points for prizes and things like that. Yeah. Is the Rookie League replacing the big, not not permanently replacing the big league, but is it replacing uh, the big league at this year's SteamCon as the ongoing event of the weekend? In terms of its, in terms of its SteamCon, yes, it's a replacement of what we ran last year was the Empire Big League, we called it, which was a, yeah, a, a, a simplified version of the big league rules that people could play with, and it allowed, as you were saying, people to play games, pick up points and prizes, etc. So this is going to be a replacement of that for the for the open play spaces. I mean, if people want to come and just play standard games of Guild Ball in the open play space, obviously people are very free to do that as well. Um, but obviously the Rookie League will be on offer if people want to try something a bit different. Um, in terms of the points, points getting prizes, that's going to be uh, the same again this year. You play more games, you will get some tokens um, mm-hmm. when you go, go and record your results. And at the at the head desk for the open play, you'll be able to exchange those tokens for a, a number of exclusive prizes. Um, but you won't just get tokens for playing in the open play. This is a bit different this year. You'll, you'll actually get tokens for playing games uh, of, in tournaments as well. So basically, it's roughly you get a token for playing a game. So if you go and play a four-game tournament, you'll get four tokens for that at the end of the tournament as well. Okay. Uh, so you'll, you'll, it's not just about getting tokens for in the open play space. You'll be able to get collect tokens for prizes for pretty much whatever you're doing at the weekend. So. Um, can I also ask, because obviously I'm really excited about getting into this Rookie League thing, um, but it did just pop into my head. Last year, we had um, SteamCon cards. So for all of the season one sculpts, is a similar thing going to be done this year? If you can disclose that or not, it, it's entirely possible. I would recommend people turn up to the SteamyCon mixer, which I believe happens on Friday. That's a yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's as close as you get to a yes from uh, from Perkins, isn't it? It's like a nod is as wi- is as good as a wink to a blind man. <laughs> if you want to wear the what the mixer was, basically we went into a a um, bar basically, and we're given an envelope at the door with six cards in, and there were the season one cards with alternate fronts, very nice fronts, um, and they were randomised. So it turned into a game at the playground. We went around trying to get full sets and topic topping cards and everything else. It was great. It was really good. And then um, and then some people went and sold them on the internet for marked up prices. Did they really? How how lovely. Yeah, I believe so. But anyway, that's just me being a bit of panda. Um, it was good. I mean, we were, we were unfortunately forced to talk to strangers that way, but it panned out okay. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, nerds in a social situation. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, just finding your corners, not making I loved it. I was like a king among men. I was like, come talk to me! <laughs> yeah, a huge, huge circle of silence around Jason is running around like a high-factor five-year-old on sugar. 
I know, right? I had like six limited edition Obulus cards and no one wanted to talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) It was brilliant, yeah. Um, So, I mean, I guess one big difference to to last year is um, this year hasn't got a change of season, has it? Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, last year we went from season two to season three. This year we're we're still in season three. Where, as people know from, I think we I think we announced this last year uh, that we're not going to be going to season four until the the end of uh, twenty eighteen, which is the next Steam Con to happen. So, yeah, we're not taking all the seasons, which makes things a little bit strange this year. But you know, we've still got some really cool things to tell people about and some quite big announcements for for the new year of Steamforge Games. To be honest, so looking forward to it. Can I ask about um, about Jason's model um, Skulk at all? Has it been locked in? Is it, is it done? So uh, I mean, it's not really it's not really a big secret, but it's just it's definitely something we've sort of tried not to speak about. Uh, but you know, obviously, don't mind talking about it. But it's uh, for people that were there at last year's SteamCon, what we did was the designer model uh, sort of series of seminars. And what happened was, uh, we I think we started off with designer guild where people came in and they they decided on a guild that 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 we could make a model for. So this turned out to be the rat catchers uh, that people wanted to make. I, I think it was something that Matt was a little bit resistant to at the time, but Mr. Dennison was in the room and he was trying to steer the conversation that way. And I think Matt has been a little bit bitter about it. Ever since not 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 in a serious not in a serious way but certainly in a jokey way but anyway so we they decided on the rat catchers guild and then the next seminar to follow on to that because we did a chain of these seminars was design a model uh, where they came up with uh, skulk um, was the model and uh, then and then obviously russ charles went to sculpt that model we went then went and printed 3d printed that model all during the weekend we had that brought back in it was actually trent dennison that went and painted that model for us and by the end of the weekend we had this fully finished model for a new guild um and we gave them a set of rules, etc., like that. And we didn't really tell people what we were going to do with that model. Um, but what we did tell, in terms of like whether we would take that forward and do full things with it, but what we did tell people is at the very, at the very least that that model would appear in people's gift bags uh, as they came into SteamCon. And that is going to happen. So you're going to get a, a, the miniature of Sculpt that we designed last year, and you're going to get uh, a card with him as well with some slightly tweaked rules um, that, from the ones that were designed in the seminar last year. So, uh, yes. I'm not going to ask for the entire card because that's probably... Person say no, but um, I wasn't even there for the seminar last year. So, what sort of character is he in terms of what his vague idea of what did he do? Was he was he a, was he a striker? Was he was he an attacker? What did he do? Well, it, it turned. Um, I mean, I'm going to tell you into kind of what he is because no. it's changed. It's changed in little bits and pieces. But I remember specifically from the from the seminar last year that they designed a model specifically to annoy me <laughs> because, <laughs> because I'm, I've got some small elements of OCD. So, like every time they were coming up with some stats, I know that DC would look all over to me and he'd think of a number that would really annoy me. And he'd go, "Let's give him a two seven kick," and I'd do a big twitch. You know, like, yeah, that's a good one. We'll stick with that. As <laughs> trying to put as many different statistical anomalies on there as humanly possible. Um, he's He's a bit of a mix of a couple of different things, and he's certainly a, a more flexible player than he first appears. That's all I'll say for now. Oh, you want to talk about him so much. I love him. I will have mine painted for the weekend, and I will be playing many games with him. He is fantastic. <laughs> As he should be, because he looks his, uh, his aesthetic is very pleasing on the eye. I wonder why you'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, talking about changes at SteamCon, I'm going to Press press a question and ask: Will there be new plot, plot cards like launching at SteamCon this year? Um, uh, there's a changing of the seasons isn't happening, but that's obviously linked to the season. But I just wondered if that was something that was going to change. Uh, no, there will be no new plot cards at at SteamCon. The handy thing is that there's season three plot cards, and we're still in season three. So yeah, I know. I just want to see don't uh, not don't touch the hair knee slide ago. <laughs> Okay. It's just my personal thing. It makes me sad. 
I, don't, I really mind what happens as long as we keep sick him, if I'm honest. It's, it's the most yeah, fun card in the entire deck. Like. At the WTC, and I was playing uh, Fahad in every game, I drew sick him in all five games. Yeah, strong. <laughs> that's... That's the uh, that's a corner case. I find um, when I play Blackheart, I nearly always get heroic landing. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I, think uh, I think it's Sod's law. Like you will always get the card that you don't want for that for that particular lineup. I think. Yeah. I have. I've started taking Sikkim with the um, with the goal of just using it on the turtle turn one for the free charge to get him up the pitch. The thing is, second on the turtles actually can be really, really good <laughs> because because he's got that, such a short playbook. He can wrap it a couple of times, and he's doing knockdowns on people as well. Like that could be a really nasty use of second on on the turtle. It's it's I absolutely agree. It's absolutely fantastic because I, the problem I find is because I play black card a lot. He oft, often isn't next to the turtle for the majority yeah. of the game because he's gone off roving, scoring goals, beating up people, and making the world sad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah I mean that's just that's a play style thing. Um, so I guess um, should we talk about the rookies then? Um, that's been more yes. Um, to get believe. Yes. <laughs> calm down, Mountain. Calm down. So exciting! This is honestly. This is the the guild identities is a cool idea. I'm a little on the fence about it now, having tried it a bit. The formations I wasn't so much in love with, but these these this rookie league thing is just amazing. I, honestly, I'm like I've got messages ready to send out to my friends. Just got to hit the send button as soon as this goes live. I'm like Donald Trump, who's finally got the launch codes. I'm just. I'm really <laughs> oh dear. So where should we start? Um, should we start on, on the general idea of it first of all, and then dive into um, uh, details? Yeah, absolutely. So the the general idea for the rookie league um, is that we were we're wondering about different ways in which you could sort of track the progress of a, of a rookie player throughout your guild. The way in which we decided to do this was to take an existing player um, and to kind of track the story of that of of that player for you so for example if you want to know the story of mash then you can play with mash with your brewers but from take his cards back to a very very basic level so day one he's just joined the brewers and just been signed off to play for the team what would he have looked like on that day one and then every single time you play a game with this rookie player they will grow in experience and power so what you effectively have is a number of different card fronts and card backs uh, and every time you play a game, you will get to upgrade either the card front or the card back. So over the course of uh, a number of games, then the, the player will quite literally grow in strength until you get to the end of the Rookie League when you're actually playing with a fully-fledged superstar player that's m- most certainly <laughs> better than they are uh, in, the, in, the, in the standard game. Um, now... Because this is a this is a meant for league play. These cards that we've made for these miniatures are, are not uh, for use in you know not meant for use in tournaments and organized. In other oh organized really? Game five, of the league. Game five <laughs> seems perfectly fine. Tech eight's fine in the world. I'm sure. I'm absolutely sure it's in a league format. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> so anyway, oh, so because because these cards are restricted to the league format, we decided that we can go a little bit more crazy with them. And people are going to go, oh my god, this is ridiculous! They're all powered like that. That's fine. It's, a, it's just a little bit of fun to have a more casual format. But yeah, that's what the rookie league is. And other than that, I'll lead off to Bryce. Yeah, rating rating these cards is some of the most fun we've had, I think, ever. Just because all the things that you know are probably too good to put on a normal player, you're like, nah, put it in. It'll be grand. So do you want to, do you want to, do you want to talk about the kind of choices that a player has to, or that a coach has to make rather when they start in the rookie league and what they've got to do with their player? Yes. Uh, so basically, um, each, there are two options for front and two options for the back. And each of those represents a path that 
the rookie might take. And in, in quite often this will be, we'll take the two sort of aspects of the, the current player in Guild Ball and, and go, right, well, what if they had really focused on one of these routes? Um, so for example, Mash, right? So for example, Mash is, uh, the two card fronts are brawling and footballing. And so that represents him if, as a rookie, when he starts, you can choose which one he focuses on. And then as the games go on, um, you obviously level up both the front and the back. Um, and you get to see those paths sort of come to an end and, and provide this really just like, almost like superhero player at the end, which is really cool. Is it, um, is it worth at this point? Cause I know people will want to know just quickly going through the list of which players are the rookies. Ooh, what do you think, Jimmy? Yeah, yeah, go for it, mate. That's fine. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, if you're allowed to. Sorry, yeah. I hadn't thought that well, you this, might this, not be able this to. This will drop after Bog, after Bog Oscar comes out anyway. Yes. And for those that did their homework. No, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so the, this list will be on the blog and this uh, and the, this podcast will drop after the blog anyway. So that's fine. Okay. Yeah, okay. I just, want, I just want to double check so I don't get in trouble. But um, yeah, so for Alchemist, we have Venom. Uh, brewers get match, uh, blacksmiths get ferrite, uh, boiler, uh, sorry, butchers get boiler, uh, engineers get salvo, farmers get window, fishermen get jack, uh, hunters get zorola, masons get chisel, uh, morticians get ghast, and union get fangtooth. Excellent. And the other thing is, because you mentioned there, there, there's there's two fronts to each card, isn't there? And there's two backs, but the two backs aren't linked specifically to a front. So you've got, mo- so each front has two possible backs, but they're the same two backs. So you, yeah, it, you can still mix it up further. Yeah, you've got you've got four different possible combinations. So for example, with Mash, yes, <coughs> we've it. talked about the two fronts are brawling and football, and the two backs are batsman and husband. So you could have brawling and batsman, brawling and husband, or football yep. and batsman, football and husband. So a brawling yep. husband. <laughs> Yeah, because that, that's totally fine. <laughs> that's, that, that's actually how the Esther's beating people up together. It's actually quite a beautiful moment. Nice safe, nice safe. <laughs> I like it. So yeah, with, with Chisels, you can be energetic or sadistic. The back, she can be darling or maniac. So she can be an energetic darling or a sadistic maniac or a sadistic darling. Chisels is one I really like because uh, originally when that character came in and the fluff, we, we talked about how she was this like... You know, this kind of like rookie that had a ton of potential and, and could really go on and play the game to its full, to, to its kind of fullest extent. And now if you actually want to play with a chisel that reflects, essentially if Hammer hadn't taken over the Masons, if she'd been allowed to mature and, and grow as a player under Honor's leadership, you can play that version of chisel where she's actually a really strong ball player and stuff. And that's really, really cool, I think. Like exploring different fluff options. <coughs> Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the darling version where she can basically every turn pick to have bonus move or tackle kick um, seems really strong um, and really, really interesting for us. Or having different, different modes you can turn on, which kind of reflects the fluff quite a lot. Um, or you can go maniac and basically walk the, walk the world burn. So obviously at this point, the people uh, that listen to this podcast won't have access to these cards yet, by the way. So feel free to, like, if you want to talk about particular rules that have been added to the cards, oh, well, that's not. perfect. Oh, of course not. They're not seeing these. Ha-ha. Uh, oh, ha-ha, <laughs> ye handy listener. Who <laughs> lives it? Who lives it? Yeah, I don't know which one it'll be this week. It might be Martin. 
Um, oh, he, he lives in the dark. Oh, you know, yeah, I think in that case we should. I think rather than going like through each of the five possibilities, because that might get a bit tedious, should we just look at like what the level one looks like and then what the final level looks like, and then people will just, you know, in yeah. between the. So should we start with, Marshall, should we start with uh, Yeah, it's fine. I mean, we don't have to do a super in depth review. You can also pick out some ahead. of the bits, that, some of your favourite parts of those miniatures as well, uh, and uh, some rules rather than the miniatures. So it's favourite parts of the models, and then um, you can, there's also a, a couple of examples of rules that have. That have changed in increments. So, for example, so an example yeah. of some of the things we've been able to do here is uh, I think was, was something on the back of Matt, uh, of, of his card, which is a really good one from Mash. Oh, the hip, uh, the, uh, hip six changes, isn't it? As it goes along. Yeah. So, you, so you not only have additional rules that go on to these to these models, but you've also got rules that changed with change incrementally. So, I think at that is one of them. That or is it? It used to be. Yeah. So, like, at that becomes better up later on, for instance, which is just basically at that, but a bit better. So it's showing. It's also telling you that the rule has changed slightly because we've also tweaked the name slightly, um, which means we've had to get yeah. quite creative with some of the names and the abilities. Also, some of the names and the abilities are just glorious, by the way. But <laughs> Yeah, Chis- Chisel's got one like that as well, hasn't she? Because she... Oh, anyway, we'll talk about her in a second. But talk, you've also got some new abilities on, on their cards as well. Yeah. So talking about MASH, because they start off quite, like, almost... Almost mascot power level, I think it's fair to say. Sure. Um, so looking at the football one, for example, he starts off four seven, tack four, two six, three, zero, one, three. Um, three common playbook, fourteen health, super shots, all he's got on the front. But when you get to level two, uh, he's got a new character play, which I really like, called uh, Chip Shot. Uh, which is this model ignores line of sight and intervening models when making a kick. That's pretty fantastic. But also, that can be beat off the playbook, playbook as Mentis. Mm-hmm. Paying for it in one. It's lovely. Uh, Alternatively, you can make him into, into a boarding version at level two, mm-hmm. which gives him uh, basically a better playbook with a knockdown on two hits. Momentous, face strong, and mash him up. Because they two damage knockdown. So something to bear in mind about these these uh, progression paths is that once you have set your progression paths at the start, you actually are unable to change them. So if you've decided yeah. on using the husband card back for Mash, then you can't change over to the batsman one. You are stuck with the husband one for the duration of that. Will you see them in advance? Yeah. Will you be finding Mats go along? Are they are they going to be secret? Will people sort of pick pick them at level one and not know what they're going to be getting later on? I mean, there's no. I think it should be because I think that's funnier if nothing else. Yeah, but... it's kind of cool. Yeah, I think it's I think it's funnier because I've got it in front I mean, of me. Word, so. word of spread, obviously, it's kind of so, it's, cool it, to, to so we we can when it comes to leagues, it's a bit of a odd one, really, because we're not the ones that are running them. Obviously, it's going to when it comes down to how this is going to be run in the public, it's going to be run by pundits and other volunteers, etc. That, that you know within their communities, so we can recommend in the rules for it that it's like we can recommend for fun that it's probably more fun to, to leave the cards as a bit of a secret and not let people know about them but there will always be groups that want to open them up and read all of them so that's fine as well it's kind of your group's going to have to judge what's the most fun experience for your guys and we're kind of fine with either really there are you know there are merits to both so we're not particularly tied to either but it's also something we know that we can't control <laughs> so, no. I think also um, unless you change anything from the uh, Steam release Every single card's going to be on the internet by the end of the Friday anyway. Well, yeah. the, other, the, the other aspect to it as well is if people love it, is this isn't the only set of rookies that we have to do. This is something that we can do seasonally or, or, or you well, know, I, how, I think... however many times we want to do it again. We can do another set of rookie players and we can even build up to a point where you've got entire teams of rookie players that you can be leveling up each game if we want to. So there's, there's, there's actually a lot of different things that we can, we can do with this if people like it. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's fantastic. I mean, I'm just flicking through here looking at, um, Mash, if you go down the batsman path, so level three, he gets an ability called Great Wicket Keeper. So once per turn, 
When this model receives a pass, it may immediately make a pass with plus one, plus two tick, tick, kick. Whoa, can't speak. I'm that excited. Without spending influence, so plus one, plus two tick, kick, kick. Come on, brain. That's already putting him up to like a four, eight. Does it put him on at that stage, level three? Oh, it's just bonkers. It's so good. I like how you've gone from tangent there, Jason. And from, from, from talking about the fun of the cards to jumping to the bat straight away, like spelling. Yeah, but I was talking about the synergies, yeah. So at level three, he's got a kick of three seven. If you put super shot on him, he's got four nine, and then if he makes that pass, he's got a five eleven kick. <laughs> oh, Bryce, you beautiful man! <laughs> <laughs> it's also worth pointing out that on his final upgrade on the front of footballing, he has a four eight kick base. I know it's level just five. disgustingly beautiful. Uh, I mean. Shall we, shall, shall we jump to the level five versions of both footballing? Yeah, and who cares about anything else? Just get to the superpowers. <laughs> it's just amazing. I love it so much. It's it's your most bonkers idea, and it's so beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> go on, go on, Andrew. It's your your podcast. Yeah. You have a moment. Oh my goodness, really? Uh, thank you, Jason. I'll carry on. Uh, no, it's, it's Brewers. Your Brewers player. You talk about matches. Um. But I haven't actually played him in a while. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, so also it's worth noting, actually, at level one, he doesn't start with a two-inch melee. I just noticed that. But yeah, level five, no, no, I mean, no, you're no, talking... Not, le- not, le- not level one, level rookie. There's two levels. Oh, uh, level two rookie, level yeah. Not where so there's actually... It's rookie, upgrade one, upgrade two. Yeah. So rookie yeah. is effectively level one is rookie. Yeah. And looking at it, I would guess level three is possibly about average, is it? That's sort of looking at them, that feels like around what a normal player is. Across so after level two, maybe two or three-ish. Yeah. Yeah, and then after that, you're starting to get into magical Christmas land. Anyway, uh, yeah, so significantly, the, the play stats are very different. Like, Mash actually goes from having a 5-8 sprint on the footballing to 5-7 on brawling, which is, is similar. But Tat goes from 5 against seven kick goes four eight to three six defense is one better on the footballing which is actually really strong in brewers but i also like that he can have take five influence as the footballing version and only four as the beater but yet he brings more as the beater than he does with the footballer uh and obviously i'm not going to go through their playbooks because they're long and that's not great radio they have different health pools as well so it also shows that the guy who's getting in the middle, he's going to be taking more of a beating, and you've reflected that in the, his ability to take more damage. Uh, well, have level, more level, level five brawling mash, uh, his playbook has tremendous damage on every single level apart from the first couple. I two. Um, first two. Yeah, first couple, yeah, and um, owls at and all that sort of stuff. Mentus for mm. double push and Homan of Joy. Mm. Um, so how about the back of the cards, Jason? Uh, well, it depends on which path you go, but I mean, that's where you really start getting, oh, this is just bonkers. <laughs> just bonkers. <laughs> oh dear. So like, yeah, cause this is where you get the character plays and like, I mean, it's credit and it is a little bit of fanboy here, but you guys are still coming up with new stuff to put on the back of the cards and the front of the cards, new character plays that still feel very relevant. But, um, yeah, his heroic play when he's the batsman hit for six. This model's next attack gains plus four net hits, and the target enemy model suffers a two-inch push directly away from him. Sounds fine. You, you mad, mad person. <laughs> <laughs> plus four net hits. Um, he's balance. also... Uh, I don't care. I, I play Blackheart. <laughs> when have I ever cared about fair and balanced? I don't care about that. Oh, so going through his character traits, bat-blasted. When this model targets an enemy model with a counterattack, this model gets plus four attack for the duration of the counterattack. Amazing. And top wicket keeper, he gets plus one, plus four kick. 
with super shot and an eight inch kick. So he's got a 14 inch pass. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. It's absolutely. All the rest of us can just leave and the rest of the podcast is just Jason reading the rules. And getting yeah, pretty himself. much. Have you not listened to the previous 50 podcasts? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because I'm that excited about it. It's just that ridiculous. Interestingly, though, the footballing one hasn't got unpredictable movement. Why is, why is that? Or the batsman's <laughs> version? Powerful enough as it is. It's no. because there isn't. The footballing versus brawling is on the front of the card. So on the back, right. it's not. It, neither yeah. of these is particularly supposed to be um, necessarily football or brawling. They, they should kind of aid both. Like, obviously, there are different options depending on if you go for a brawling like batsman or a brawling husband. But mm-hmm. you know, both the both the card backs support that in different ways. Yeah, I, I I think the combinations are fantastic. I think a lot of people are going to be having a lot of fun with this over the weekend um, and going forwards as well. I can see. Is uh, so these cards will obviously be available at SteamCon and then. Presumably, pundits will be able to buy them in a pack later on. Is there any thoughts on doing like like a, like there was a young Theron model? Or is there any been any discussion about doing like younger versions of all of these models? So I'm really glad you mentioned that because one of the things that we that we can do with uh, the rookie league, if again it's kind of if people like it, is that we can really focus down on making uh, alternate sculpts for these different kinds of miniatures. Uh, these different kinds of models. Sorry. So. One of the examples that we've already used to kind of demonstrate this is on Fangtooth, one of his, or two of his types, I believe, are uh, Bunny and Cosplay, because obviously we have the existing alternate sculpts from the Easter sculpt of Fangtooth. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and so we've, so we've made, we've made a couple of sets of rules a little bit more reflective of that. Um, and so I think his other types of Thug, one of them as well. And, okay. uh, but I won't, won't going to give too much away about that one, because that's one I really want people to see. What, uh, we can just eat cos- on. Please, one, th- what the hell does Cosplay Fangtooth do probably creep people out? Right? Uh. Oh man, I really want to keep it secret because it's, it's my favorite one. <laughs> you can say one. Uh, don't. You can say one. Don't. 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 Don't burst his bubble. Then, if you want to keep it a secret, like we've already got enough juju juice here to get excited. He was about to say it. I know, but I could actually hear like um, a kind of a bit of regret in his voice at not wanting to spoil it. <laughs> I could. Oh, I guess I could spoil it all. You can't. Go on, then. <laughs> give me, give me, give me. So uh, he has a so for the cosplay. Obviously, he's dressed as a rabbit because he's there. So he's a character play uh, called Bunny Hop, which is cost one. Place this model within one inch. Then all models in this model can zone suffer the not end condition. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> amazing, fair and balanced. Amazing. <laughs> it's once per turn. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I tell you what, actually, this very much feels like, like going back to, I remember it was one of Andrew's very first podcasts. I didn't have very many listeners because I wasn't on it, but they were talking of, was talking to you, uh, Perk and Jamie about, um, character development in general and how you sort of start out going well above the curve and then gradually reining it back. It almost feels like you've created these characters. Obviously they are existing characters. But it's almost like you've gone, what's the stupidest things we can do? And then these are the steps that you've sort of gone to bring them back into line and then gone, do you know what? Let's let people just play with it anyway. <laughs> I mean, pr- pretty much. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. I mean, you, you yeah. kind of just go, what's the most silly thing that we could make that we could put in the game that is, you know, that is still an amazing fun to play with and play against? Cool. Let's do that. 
<laughs> let's not yeah, let's yeah. not bother reading things in. Let's just do that. That's fine. I mean, it's, it's quite a good way of trying out new new sort of uh, traits and things, isn't it? Um, in a sort of in safe environment in some ways as well. Um, you sort of try things out and it happens. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it's entirely possible that some of this stuff. I mean, it's not really intended for that, but it's entirely possible that some of this stuff could make its way into the real game at some point in the future. You know, if we decide to, it's appropriate. So yeah, it's possible. So well, um, I think I was just going to say, like, I think obviously some of the stuff I've got really excited about there is obviously not going to make it into the game long term because it's ridiculous but things like chip shot um that actually seems like a fairly decent uh and pretty balanced play that's something i could see you guys using even like something like mash them up they're they're the kind of things that look like you say quite reasonable to put into the game but yeah maybe not like grand wicket keeper unfortunately yeah as we say it's, it's something that's entirely possible so let's go through Chisel, shall we? Um, so I can talk a bit. Um, so the rookie version um, is, I guess, pretty similar to the current version we have. Um, she has um, basically uh, you have either energetic or sadistic, and sort of movement four, uh, four six, attack three, attack four for the, for the one that's uh, fighty. The one that's energetic starts with acrobatic, and the um, the other one starts with uh, sadism. So one's a bit fighty, one's a bit footbally. Uh, that's the rookie version. And then we'll scale up to the level 5 version. Um, who are we? Oh, here we are. Oh. <laughs> okay, so um, the um, version of Chisel that is energetic has uh, move 6-8, kick 3-8. She has where the go, ball's gone, uh, momentous um, dodges, tackles, damage, a whole lot, uh, and she's lethal influence. <laughs> the one that's sadistic has film pain and sadism and momentous damage. Uh, Medus two on two hits, uh, movement six nine with two into each, um, influence two five and tag eight. So that seems fine. <laughs> Interestingly, she starts quite fragile. Like she starts with like defense, like um, goodness, like um, two one. <laughs> well, yeah, she's a rookie. She have to defend herself yet? Yeah, yeah. So the first few games, she was hiding hiding in the corner, and then one day she can shine. <laughs> and by really, well, really like, like, oh, I can wear, I can wear armor. Oh, yeah, this'll help. Yeah, <laughs> and then um uh, the back of the card is either Darling or Maniac. Darling she turns into good all rounder and sadistic so so maniac she turns more and more emo until her final until her final form. Um so Darling she starts with uh, rookie, rookie Darling, she starts with sort of devoted sportswoman where she can get plus one to move or to kick. And then Maniac she starts with painful rage. Um up to level five. Level five darling. Uh, again, she can have plus two move, plus two attack, plus two kick, or a bonus influence point, and she gets no benefits from. Is that quite interesting? Sporting conduct. It's kind of like a few things you've done recently, isn't it? With uh, with um, furnace as well, and um, and um, uh, pipe 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 pot. Pipe pot. That's right. Yeah. It's kind of the same sort of thing. It's very interesting, actually. Yeah. So, sort of, um, basically, any models that attack her don't get benefits from going up crowding out. It's quite good. Um, and poised, so poised, where she can get counter attacks without spending momentum points all the time and the maniac version basically kills the world and she gets painful rage um uh plus two tack for everyone she takes out in the game <laughs> and um sugar we're going down swinging um where she can uh, get a free attack when she falls over i think some of the devoted sportswoman obviously not the final one but like you talk about the uh getting a buff at the beginning well, it kind of fits the idea of being a mason and being quite all-rounded isn't it mm. and sort of being able to have plus one move or plus one tack or plus one kick each turn and choosing it can I... No, go on, sorry. I've I'm got done. a question I'll ask in a minute. Oh, go. are you? Yes. You normally, you normally want to talk a lot more about uh, well, Masons. Well, it, it's just so... Um, 
Um, <laughs> I mean, you actually get to play it. You get should to play it. Really cool. I mean, to be honest, I, mean, I think you're looking at the card, uh, the sort of um, the uh, energetic darling. It's probably better. She's a much better footballer, and also she's quite good at violence. But sadistic maniac and just try and kill the world with her is has to get done really. Um, looks really cool. So what I was going to um, ask Bryce and Jamie, which one of the rookies is your favourite? Not not the two that we've. I mean, of any of them, have you guys got a? One that you you like the most? So I've got I've got a bit a bit, a bit, a bit of a sweet moment with uh, with Gast. It was my suggestion to use Gast uh, because mm. I just thought, well, maybe I sold it on the idea of that, like maybe we can find out the man that Gast would have been had he not met his grisly demise. And uh, and there was even some jokes that like maybe the old sculpt of, of Gast when he gets to his level five could just be bear. just just be fat bear, yeah, wearing his mask. Yeah. Um, so that that's kind of like it's a bit of sweet for me to that because I love seeing obviously I love seeing Gast and um, people that know the story. He was you know for a long time he was my favourite player in the story, which is why he got killed. Uh, thanks, Shelly. And um, he does that. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does definitely does. But yeah, so for me it's Gast. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, we talked a little bit about Fighters earlier, but I think Fighters was probably the one I had the most fun writing. I mean, he's, he's, he's certainly got some of the best ability names. Yeah. I mean, um, he's got a side of him called Thug, and changing Gluttonous Mass into Gluttonous Massive just had me laughing for way longer than he should have done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to playing some Fang Teeth. Uh, I haven't said that for a long time, so... It's interesting, actually, because some, some of the rookies are players that um, don't get used a lot, like Chisel, Fang Tooth... Um, was that part of the thinking behind why you chose those players? Or I mean, because like Venom, Salvo, uh, Zarola don't all see a huge amount of pitch time, or was it? Yeah, there was an element of that for this first set of cards, um, but that does that's just not something that he obviously needs to carry through when we make you know further sets of rookie cards in the future. But that was something that informed our thinking this time around. Yeah, not for all okay. of them, but for, but for some of them. No, no. I mean, there's no argument that Boilers used a hell of a lot and ferrite i think it's fair to say will be pretty um pretty well represented yeah, i just thought it was happened to notice that some of them were uh i mean Fer- ferret's one that i want to talk a little bit more about actually because she's another one of the really interesting characters in that she because of the mechanics of how the blacksmith guild works she actually starts out as an apprentice and then i think yeah. it's when she she gets to level two or three somewhere in there she actually turns into a master so also that will actually that's really inform how your team construction goes as you're using her as well so yeah, yeah. yeah, see, that was, I was going to ask you to, to just talk a bit more about Ferrite, because obviously the way that you build the uh, Blacksmith's Guild for your six is very different to how you do it for yeah. other teams. And uh, I mean, it's it's not something that we've planned yet, but it's entirely possible we could take an idea like Young Ferron and where uh, Young Ferron could be put, if, you, if, if that starting up version of him could actually be a player, and then at some point, say if we did him as a rookie, then at some point he could turn into a captain partway through, for instance. I mean, that would think that would be quite an interesting thing to do. So, so it would be, it would definitely be remiss of me if at this point I don't know why he's just popped into my head, but young Tom Panner from TNG Productions. Well, no, but though if he listens to this and he should do because podcasting is infinitely better than YouTubing, he'll be um, <laughs> screaming at his uh, his his media player. What about mascots? What about rookie salt progressing? To captain or veteran captain salt. salt. I mean, we're not going to rule it out at this stage. It's something that's that we no. could do. 
Uh, well, I mean, it depends on how mad we want to be. If we want to do like, I don't know, just just be careful around April Fools. You never know what could happen around then. <laughs> but uh, no, it's not. We don't have to rule it out. It's something that we could absolutely definitely do. Have something with a bit more fun, where it's just the mascot rookie league, and we do some potentially ridiculous mascots. That actually sounds like a really fun idea. So the more I think about that, the more I like it. <laughs> Tick uh, TM Mountain. I'll uh, I'll send you my bank account for royalties. <laughs> It's um yeah, it's a great great idea for the for the for the um for the event and also for leagues in general. It's really interesting. I think it's had a lot a lot of uh, sort of fun fun to the game. Not that it's not fun of any, of course, but um it's gonna be really interesting, um sort of leveling up characters. Um also seeing how um you mentioned in the in the blog post that you're gonna be uh, adding and redoing some cards for the big league as well. Yeah, so we know that uh, there are people out there that do, do do really love to play the big league, and there's been a, a there's been a number of requests over sort of the last year or so of, for us to because obviously we now started to release guilds that that with the blacksmiths and farmers that weren't released at the time the big league was released. Uh, big league being our last our previous league system, by the way, for anybody that doesn't know what it is, um, <clears throat> it was released at the same time as the season two book. Um, so. There's a number of cards that over time, as rules have changed, etc., that have kind of become a little bit out of date. So we decided that we will be doing a bit of an update for the big league as well for people who do love to play it. But it's going to be more of a digital update. So for people that want to, to they can, there'll be a number of cards they can print out uh, with some updated rules that make a bit more sense with the Season 3 rulebook. And also we're going to be putting in some guild-specific plot cards for the blacksmiths and farms as well. Just, as I say, for those people that did really love to run the big league, they'll be able to run it again with some updated cards and two new guilds. So... Yeah, I mean, I, I've said it several times in this podcast already, but I think this is just going to make so much. SteamCon is just going to be so much fun it's with this good, running good. on. And not, really good, really good. I can't wait. I mean, if you haven't got a ticket, tough because I've sold out. So, <laughs> public relations mountain. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about building the community. Bring your muffins, and I will bake them. But. It's 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 absolutely one to watch on social media if you haven't got a ticket, and definitely one to make sure that you attend next year if you don't this year. You know, I'll be I'll be completely honest. There is an there's absolutely the intent of for people that aren't there. We we kind of do want to make you feel like you missed out because we want you all to come along and have this amazing time at the so convention. Mean. So mean. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily enough, for though, I mean, there's going to be so many social media outlets there. I know, obviously, we're going. Um, Rich is going from um, the Beard Minis. Obviously, the TNG guys will be there. I think uh, Parky's going from Valhalla. So there's going to be lots of videos and uh, no doubt some awful recordings of singled out nights, nights, nights. It's going to be an absolute abomination of an episode. Oh, more so than most of ours. But um, before we uh, wind it down too much, is there, could I ask, will there be. Uh, a change to the organised play document is that going to be launched at SteamCon because the blacksmiths the, is the first box on general sale yeah the first box is on general sale now isn't it it will be soon yeah so, so obviously so, people can so, take them to I think it's the Friday of SteamCon is the, is the first blacksmith box official release date yeah the, se- right. the, se- the 17th yeah okay um, sorry I, yeah so the 17th when the blacksmiths whatever the first box is called goes on general sale so will the organised play document be updated to reflect how they select Master and Apprentice before the game? Or is that oh, yeah. been done yet? As you've alluded to, yes, we'll have to do an update, a small update. I mean, we said, we said that we would. We're going to have to do a small update at least for the last yeah. uh, to make them make a bit more sense within the rules. Uh, for other stuff, I guess you'll have to wait and see. Yeah, no, that's fine. I just couldn't remember. I'm a bit out of, uh, out of sync with when the release dates are of things. Well, anything else to say then um, about this Steam Connie stuff before we um, let them get on with some real work for the day? 
Um, looking forward to seeing everybody there, really. Uh, it's probably one of the best weekends of the year. Um, whichever one you go to, SteamCon UK or SteamCon US, so make sure that you... Make, if you've got a ticket, make sure you turn up. <laughs> if, uh, if you don't, if you haven't got a ticket, if you haven't got a ticket, make sure you buy one next year. Americans, that's the reason it makes. If you've got a ticket, show up. It's good to that media training's really paid off, anyway. Have, um... Have you got a rough idea of how many people have entered the uh, last chance qualifier? That's a good question. Uh, off the top of my head, no. No, I don't, because it's okay. uh, Mr. Giblin that's uh, looking after those ticket in ticket events. So. Oh, that dude is so dreamy. I know, right? The eyes. So it's are the you eyes. planning on actually playing any games yourselves, or wandering around and sort of helping out or winning events? Or what are your two so, plans for events? Yeah, when we're not following Giblin around. Um, Staff are going to be able to play games when they're when they're not working. Um, basically, if you find a staff member that is off shift, um, you're obviously welcome to ask them for a game because I imagine that's what they've stayed around for. Um, people like people like me are going to be running around like a bit of a blue ass fly, trying to make sure the whole thing is working properly the whole time. But I'm sure that I'm hoping to find time for a game or two because I think I managed about three last year over the course of the whole weekend. Um, but yeah, you know, if, if staff are around asking for a game, if they're free, I'm sure they'll play you. Uh, last year, I was absolutely smashed. I was playing two games at once at one point. <laughs> <laughs> like a chess grandmaster. It was it was because you guys all went and um, went off to you. Like, oh, we're a pundit. We're a pundit party. Look at us in our elitist green t-shirts. And so I, I was halfway through a game with a pundit and he, um, he left. So I had to play someone else. And then he came back and then they both wanted to play. So I was just playing two at once. So, I mean, speaking of playing multiple games at once, have you have you got any intention of playing in the musical themes event? I myself, I don't think I'm. Actually, I don't know. I don't know that I'm going to do. Uh, I haven't signed up for any of the events yet, any of the tournaments. I want to just kind of is a little bit wishy washy as it sounds. I really just want to hang out with people and chat and play people who um, I generally just abuse on Twitter and other forms of social media, and hopefully show them that in the flesh I'm actually not a bad guy and I'm lies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm worse in the flesh. So I don't know. Like they look fun, those things. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, there's there's obviously a lot of different things to do on the schedule, and we try to account for people that want to do a number of different things. But inevitably, things are going to clash, and you've kind of got to pick and choose the things you want to do the most. But at the same time, that's where there's three days worth of convention to enjoy. So if you, if you wanted yeah. to do like a competitive day and then a seminar day if you want to, etc., then hopefully we've given people enough enough of a different spread of things that they can kind of do a lot of different stuff over the weekend. So. Because the other problem now is that uh, I've now got to get Rookie Fangtooth levelled up twice so I can have all of the cards. Yeah, yeah. We're saying that. You can, you can basically change the card back, but you basically have to start from scratch. Uh, so you could, in theory, play, I guess, 20 games <laughs> and get all of them. Yeah, and then on the Saturday I could do one of the other characters. <laughs> Accurate, yeah. You, you were a machine last one, weren't you? I loved um, it. I loved it. I just get so excited. Anyway, let's, let's I just get them, hope we? Come on, Mountain. Let's let them go. No, I want to talk more. What things to do? Right. I've got a road to go build, actually. Yeah, you're, you're at work. Go do some work. Right. <laughs> I'm in the McDonald's car park. <laughs> right. Thank you very much for your time, guys. Um, it was it was good to talk to you both, and um, hopefully um, we'll uh, see you at SteamCon, and um, I'm sure it'll be amazing. Thank you. Thank you for having us on. Uh, thanks for having us on, guys. Um, and thank you. Uh, f- uh, follow me on Twitter if you really want to uh, at single underscore out GB follow Jason somewhere yeah. well just that steam con honestly come say hello come come play a game with me let's have a beer and a chat I'm just pumped so, I'm really excited follow on Twitter follow on steam con yeah um, just follow him around 
Don't say anything. Just stare at him. Okay. Thanks a lot. Uh, bye. Bye. Oh,